You're listening to the AISTS Master of Sports Administration podcast, created by Dr. Boris Gojanovic as part of the program Sports Medicine Module. In this series, we attempt to discover, understand, and debate the important issues in the world of sports medicine. Is doping football's biggest secret? Doping in football has always existed. It is one of the biggest concerns of Russia, but also of FIFA. The suspicion against Russia are overwhelming and always present. But doping sinners are no longer found in the top football leagues today, although there is scandal in almost every other sport. Does doping have no effect in football, Adrian, you as a former football player? Well, um, many players and coaches still believe the fairy tale of doping having no impact in football. One of the best excuses of the past was that if you cannot shoot with your left foot, you will not hit the ball, even if you swallow 100 pills. It may be true, but you can definitely practice longer. Football is increasingly becoming an endurance sport like cycling. But only cycling is under suspicion, all doped. What's your opinion? The argument that doping has no effect in football is totally stupid. You can dope in any sport, of course. You can also dope as a dart player and you can also dope as a team athlete. And as we noted at the Winter Olympics, you can even dope as a curler. You need force, speed, stamina and strength in many areas. And that's even more complex in football than in other sports. True, and and you can regenerate better and faster if you support it medically. And with today's season plan, with more and more games, this is of course an essential point. Or quite pragmatically, if you want to be able to run longer or to shoot stronger, you can do it through doping. Exactly. We both played with many different professional football clubs and know a lot of players. So I personally believe I never got in touch with doping, but to be honest, I don't really know because I always trusted the club or medical department and did or took what they gave me. Have you ever encountered doping in any way? Well, I have never seen any players taking drugs. That is not to say that it doesn't happen. But as you said, if the players got something illegal, they certainly just did not know it. The pressure within a football team is enormous. There are usually four other players who are pushing for your position. Of course, you are trying everything to make it somehow possible to play, even beyond your pain limit. I have taken painkillers a lot. What about you? Yes, of course, me as well. But painkillers, like many other medicines, are legal doping. However, the question is, where is the limit? So what that dictates which drugs are doping and which are not, and it is also very important that there is something like that. So what says what doping is and what not? Um, a combination of, for example, nicotine and caffeine, which is very popular with ice hockey players as well as football players, and it can be just as effective as a stimulant, like amphetamine or like other drugs. However, a big dilemma is that drug combinations at the moment have no way to impose sanctions in any form. Have you heard about Actovegin? Yeah, of course, Actovegin. It's a highly filtered cough blood and Sebastian Schweinsteiger, the Bayern Munich player, spoke only positive in the American media about it. So a drug normally administered in the event of a stroke or dementia and the approval has expired in many countries. However, the application is allowed and the attending physician is responsible for it. The manufacturer even uh, of the preparation advertises it with increased performance, faster recovery and muscle growth. But the question is if Actovegin is a drug in the medical border area. Although 
There are studies on a doping-relevant effect and it appears to contain traces of banned substances. However, WADA says they have not detected any prohibited substances and therefore Actovegin is not prohibited. True. Another problem is that doping cases in football actually barely reach the public. Unless players such as Sami Nasri posted fit makers in social media, which meant half a year's suspension for him. However, numerous studies have shown that King Football is not free and that there has, dope, has been doping cases. Like the German World Cup champions of 1954, for example, took amphetamine pervitin in the final against Hungary. And even icons like Diego Maradona, Franz Beckenbauer, Pep Guardiola or Didier Deschamps had already been in doping cases. But there is hardly any news or relevant research today. Why is that? The reason is pretty clear. I think many clubs immediately wave off on the topic doping, following the motto, we do not want to have anything to do with doping. For normal people, it is virtually impossible to do such, such a study. They do not get to the professional footballers which they actually want to interview. True. Another, you know, another important topic is the control system. Many reporters and experts criticize the system, such as just recently in the German TV, a story from NDR stating that in the Bundesliga, 249 controls were taken outside the match days, which is 0.49 samples per player. That's crazy. That's really crazy. And in general, the number of annual tests per football player is so small that cyclists can only laugh about it. The same applies to the general conditions, home visits of doping inspectors, football players rarely have to fear, though almost all tests take place after training or the game. Look, in almost all Olympic sports, it is standard to announce training times and locations, as well as free time, so that doping controllers can also run tests outside the competition. Of course, it is uncomfortable, but it is just part of it, especially if we all stand for a clean sport. Yeah. I mean, the grey area in football is bigger than you think. So more than ever, it depends on effective doping hunters, but they cost a lot of money. However, the price of clean sports seems to be too high for many. And with regard to the World Cup in Russia, we learned that FIFA, the organizer itself, carries out the doping control. Unlike in other sports where there are doping cases because they just look more carefully, more intense compared to football, and because you have also much more data, football can cut itself Off. Yeah, and football is still doing it to, well, to WADA, for example, at the World Cup in Russia. But would not WADA have to be present at the World Cup in Russia, in Russia, in the country with the largest fraud system since the DDR doping program? I think, meanwhile, we have to read the world of sport in two different chapters. One is the entire Olympic sport and the other is football, which is today even more powerful than the entire Olympic movement. Yeah, and we do not want to shed a bad light on football or accuse anyone by name but to enhance an ongoing discussion, show that something has to change. Thanks for listening. If you've got questions or comments, share them directly on this track on the AISTS MSA SoundCloud page or visit us at www.aists.org.